Burquist. This is my show. Happy New Year, folks. Hope you had an amazing Christmas. Hanukkah, whatever you celebrated. Festivus. Hope it was great. Hope it was a great December month for you. Obviously, we were there for the first part of it. Not there. Uh, the, the back half of it took a well-needed break. Spoke a little bit about that with the folks over on Coin Club uh, just a little bit ago here. But so glad to be back. Disco in pocket today. Tom is out today. Should be back tomorrow doing some stuff with the family still. Uh, but we, again, wish you a happy new year. Off to the races here in 2024. Going to be an interesting year, no doubt. I think we, I think we all know that's going to be the case. Because remember, we, we had March of 2020 come. And we had COVID come. And we had 15 days to slow the spread that became let us take your country and your freedoms from you. Uh, and we'll make this last forever. And you kind of thought, okay, this year can't get any worse. <laughs> next year's next year's not going to get worse than 2020. 2020 was the worst ever. Then 2021 came. Same same conversation happened. I still stand by what I said. How it's like the the Sharknado movies. That's how 2020 was the original, and then 2021 and 2022. It just was the next horrible right. thriller B movie. That, and it gets worse. Yeah. Because those movies get worse. Yeah, and they just it just did. It kind of progressively got that way to the point where you now are here, and you say, okay, it was a good Christmas season. I hope, it, again, I hope it was for you. It was around the Berkwist household. What's 2024 going to bring? Well, it started with all of the networks showing a made-for-TV makeout sesh between two men. Really? I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Are we going to see this? No, I'm okay. not playing. <laughs> when, I'm addressing it right now, and then we're moving on from it. I, I'm Not that I want to know like details, but like where was it? What was going on? It was Times Square. Oh, okay. You know, all the different – all they all had one feed, but so whether you're watching Ryan Seacrest or the country one on CBS – or CNN, which, of course, was gay all night with Anderson Cooper. Yep. You know, whatever the case was, it cut away from said host and went to two dudes. Not kissing like you kiss your spouse or like, significant. Mm, like, they were really going into it. Getting into it. Like <laughs> I, and I missed it the first time, and, and I, I wish I had missed it for all times. Not that I'm opposed to you. I am actually opposed to you choosing the lifestyle you do, but you do whatever you want to do. I'm, don't tell me what to do. I won't tell you what to do. This was aggressive, so it cuts <laughs> away, and it just it just shows it. And my wife is like, all of a sudden, I see her say something and cover her face with the blanket because we had, you know, we I'm shocked that we were even up at that time, but we happened to be, so we're like, all right, let's. We were watching the country one over on uh, on CBS, and <clears throat> I'm like, what? And my thankfully, I missed it that time. I saw it a bunch more on social media, not fun, but that that happened. That happened. It wasn't wasn't Ooh. great. Masshole, congrats on the win. Thank you so much. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, that was I, – I'm shocked you hadn't even heard about that. You really did. I mean, we didn't talk during the break, and you just disappeared into an abyss. And we, It was just all, like, spending time with the girls. You know, my wife's not doing well, you know, with her health and stuff, so it was just family time, yeah. family time. Even – even uh, we, we just you know we knew with the girls they weren't going to stay up till midnight. I didn't want to stay up till midnight, so we we FaceTimed all our families and we were like, "Hey, 
Let's let's do a countdown right now together and, and just wish everyone a happy new year. We did it, and then we're like, all right, good night. <laughs> just yeah. went to bed. So yeah, it was a complete unplugged time away. Um, and we talked we talked a little bit, and we were here, you know, for a few days and stuff. But no, it was just family, spend time. You know, I my phone usually just stayed on the nightstand, and I didn't even touch it. You know, it was just yeah there. So. Well, and then you give it to your kids every once in a while and tell me after the fact that's dangerous, but that's on you. Uh, what I say is, yeah, usually I give you a fair warning. I forgot to give you a fair warning. And then all of a sudden I saw all these messages that were deleted and I was like, I wonder what he said. <laughs> Who knows? I was hoping maybe one of my kids responded back, to, but they didn't. No, I, I didn't know they didn't, that they had it. It's okay. But, um, anyways, it is what it is. So, I mean, we all learn at different times in our life, different things. But uh, off to the races in 2024. I, I, I know it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm holding out hope. I'm not overly optimistic that's going to be better than last year. But it's an election year. And as such, I have, as we all do, lots of concerns. There's lots of reasons for that. Everything that's happening and was happening in 2023 was happening, frankly, from the 2020 election up until now, still happening then you add on top of it the fact that Trump's still in the race, left not too happy about that. We'll talk about that later. And, and it's an election year. And so much is on the line. So I just don't see how it doesn't spiral out of control. And that's not me saying, hey, let's just throw, you know, throw up the white flag and say it's going to be a crappy year and move on. And no, it's not, it's not any of those things. It's let's have a good attitude. Let's hope this year is better. Let's try and make this damn year better. Let's do all of those things. But I, I want to start with a couple positive things. I talked about this over in Coin Club earlier before the show. I want to try and find some positive things that we can grab onto periodically because they're tough. They're tough. But there was some things that I just want to hit on, uh, some of which I did hit on over on Coin Club. I want to hit on for, for, for well, the different platforms now is you you probably saw this well first and foremost as mass hole patriot and others have said michigan's going to the national championship so i'm in a pretty good spot right now no i know not all of you are excited about it but i'm in a great good spot on that super pumped great way to start the year for me i'll talk more on that later on in the show but you probably saw this over the break in fact you might have seen it multiple times but we're going to play it here because we're not on YouTube today. We're just on Rumble on a couple different Rumble channels here. But you, you, you probably saw this. this. This happened over the holidays in Times Square. And it was amazing. And if you saw it, then just buckle up, watch it again. But pe- people are there in Times Square, as they always are, always crowded there. And you always see all the, the screens, right? All the LED screens. And then they all go black. And then this turns on. It was pretty awesome.
right, so pretty dang awesome, right? I know Christmas is over. The story of Christmas not, by the way. What Christmas is about, not not over, by the way. Still very much going on. Needs to be going on more. But so uh, atypical for for Manhattan, for Times Square, for just everywhere these days. And I loved the wonder in their eyes. I loved seeing the different cuts. And granted, I don't know who filmed that and who put who not not who did the thing on the screens, but who filmed some of the footage of people there. You know, maybe it was selective. But you did see, you saw wonders, wonder and and awe and and just that 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 joy in the eyes of people as they stared at. And I love that hope that we have in Jesus first and foremost. But also I looked at that beyond even that story and what was displayed there and and how cool that was and how magical it was, all those things, because it was all those things. But it was also the reminder to have hope in fellow mankind. Someone executed this, got it done, got it approved, spent the money to produce that, get it up there in Times Square. And it was just amazing. And we hit on bad people. I hit on bad people all the time. Bad things going on in the world. And there, there's plenty, plenty to choose from. But as I said earlier, and, and we're, we're going to just try and do, and it's not going to last long today, I promise. <laughs> but we, we got to find some, we got to do a better job of, of finding some good things. Uh, and I thought that that was just absolutely outstanding. No, it definitely was. In uh, you know, I've, I've worked with, you know, before being here, I've worked with a lot of churches, a lot of pastors, a lot of big name pastors, and all of them always have the same question as to why can't we have anything that's produced well, you know, a movie or a TV show that's a Christian-based thing. And I, I always tell them the same thing. It's funding. Yeah. It's not even the lack of writing. It's not the lack of actors. There's plenty of big, big A-list actors that would say, I would do that role. But if the money's not behind it, they're not going to do it because they're about the money. But they would do the role. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm a believer. I would totally do it. Right. But it's the money behind it. And the fact that they put the money behind it and they did it—, it, it it's amazing. I saw that over the break, and I was like, ooh. Like, got, like, chills. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I hope that it continues. Whoever's doing that, I hope they have another one for Easter. I hope they have another one. You know, just let's keep pushing it out there because it would be yeah. great. Yeah, plant those seeds. Think of all the people who were there in Times Square that day. Americans, we know there's plenty of non-Americans there who were here illegally. But whoever they were, tourists, people from, you know, overseas, who, who – needed that in that particular moment you just don't know i mean planting those seeds are are super important that was that was um i thought it was great and again i don't know where you're coming from on all of that stuff in terms of your spiritual beliefs and everything but it's it's positive it's happy it's it's i would say truthful and the most important thing but wherever you land on it it just was good to see something positive speaking of something good and positive not on the same level as as jesus because this is just a film. I talked about it over there, too. We're not going to go into it, believe it or the point. I took my kids on the break to see Wonka. Go see it. So good. Happy. You just leave there happy. It just was a great freaking movie. I loved it. I don't care if people judge. You're into musicals? Damn straight I am. It yeah. was awesome. Oh. Super well done. But then this was positive, too. <laughs> Excuse me. I remember this story popping up. Obviously, lots of conversation uh, about the the national semifinals in the college football playoff that happened last night. Talking about that later. But you had that, and you have college football bowl season that no one talks about anymore because it's pretty much been made irrelevant 
at this point. But as all this is going on at the FCS level or the one double A level of football, you've had playoffs going on there too. Their championship game is this Sunday, January 7th at 2 p.m. Eastern. And you've got Montana and South Dakota state who will be going at it for the championship. Well, I bring it up because my, you know, at any level of sports and in any sport, obviously I'm a football guy, but in any sport, you've got your rivalries. And in college sports, and particularly college football, rivalries are, are they're bitter. Like, I, I'm programmed and conditioned to hate some certain teams and, and people who go to their schools. I'm not proud of it. It's just how it is. You've probably got that, too, if you're a big-time sports fan or college football fan in particular. But you've got these rivalries. Montana and Mon- Montana State, two big sky schools, are among said rivalries. They, they play each other every year in conference. Both of them are in the playoffs. You know, and the, the Dakotas have been hotter than hell at the 1AA level, too, with North Dakota and North Dakota State being there. South Dakota, South Dakota State is obviously in the, the championship here, too. But Montana, Montana State, big rivals. And Montana State got knocked out of the playoffs. And Montana going to play in the championship game this weekend. Well, Montana, excuse me, Montana State did I think one of the coolest things ever and the amount is 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 not as big as maybe you want in this story but Montana donated an amount of money it was several thousand dollars I keep saying Montana Montana state donated several thousand dollars to Montana their arch rival to ensure that their band since it's a 1AA school they don't have Big 10 or SEC money could travel to the championship game the national championship game That's awesome We hate you we want you to lose. We want to beat you each and every year in our rivalry game. We want to go to the national championship, not you. But this year you went. How can we help you? Yeah. How can we help you? I thought that was really cool. No, definitely. It's one of those things where you see, like you said, there's that rival, but then it's just the, the camaraderie. They're, again, it's a sport. And, hey, they, they probably know. <laughs> we know we wouldn't be able to afford it. They, they most definitely can't. So let's yeah. help them out. And I hope that if in the future – the table, you know, the it's turned, you know, to where Montana State's going. Montana's like, hey, we got you. Yeah. I, 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 they probably will. Oh, who knows? Maybe like, like screw you. <laughs> you can't have a band. No, but I think that's awesome. It's it's awesome because, you you know, on the lower levels, you don't hear about it much. It doesn't make the mainstream media. You don't hear it on sports and none of that stuff. But, you know, the other schools know each other. You know, yeah. they know each other because, yeah. you know, that's where I love that they have that little camaraderie together. So. Yeah, I think I think it was cool. Good story, worth sharing. Uh, again, we gotta find, we gotta find a couple good things, you guys. Well, here, here's another good thing. Okay, some people have been bringing it up. It's a leap year this year, so we get one extra day to either do something good or do something bad. So, hmm, what are we gonna do? 366 days. It was funny. A few days after Christmas, my youngest is like, "Dad, when's Christmas?" I'm like, "365 days." I don't remember. I got to count. <laughs> She's like, "It's that far." I'm like, "It was two days ago." <laughs> We're still stepping on boxes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, not really, because I cleaned them up as we oh, go. No, right I'm away. Nazi. Yeah. About that, but um, someone out there, one of the trolls. <laughs> I told you he was a. He was a. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, okay, some admin stuff real quick, then I promise we'll get into the bad news. I know you're here for the bad news. Reminder, Coin Club is on Locals. It's drewberkwist.locals.com. Then use promo code Drew30. You don't have to, but we're giving it to you for free, so you might as well try it. Use promo code Drew30, mash together. 
That gets you a month for free. It was not working for some reason during December. I promise it was not some evil or mean-spirited trick that we were playing. A ruse. Uh, a ruse. They all think they're getting it for free, but they're not. You are now. It's working now. So go check it out. DrewBerquist.locals.com. Then use Disco Scrambling to find the graphic. Then it's gone. Then I use promo code Drew30 <laughs> to get a month for free. Again, it's working now. That gets you the, the tailgate show. That's before the show <clears throat> at 5 p.m. Eastern each day. Gets you a coin, a challenge coin. Gets you access to other stuff. Put into contest. You name it. All, all sorts of reasons to do it. If you have any issues signing up, shoot us a note. Producer at RedBeachMedia.com. I'm going to go ahead and put in... Um, the graphic has been deleted somehow, so. You know, I mean, we go on break, and everything <laughs> everything just breaks. If that's the one thing that doesn't fire today, I'll be a, uh, I'll be a happy camper. Yeah. There's there's the info. I, I put it in the chat for you. I got it. We'll, Thank we'll you. We'll figure out the graphic. Also, <clears throat> the store is up and running. I'm going to tell you more about it in the, in the next week or two because I, I think you'll get uh, – uh, it'll make sense then. But you can check it out. You can start doing some early shopping or just snooping around on either DrewBerkwist.com or go to DrewBerkwistStore.com. Okay, we got a ton to get to in the news cruise. Biden, he made his appearance on New Year's Eve. Green Jean Pierre trying to tell Americans that Biden's amazing, as she always does. No one, of course, is buying it because he's awful. Another state took Trump off the ballot, but did they? Did they really? We'll, we'll talk about it. You got another Russian warship that was sank. Lady Graham still wants war with Iran. He, I mean, wait to hear what he said. We got some sports discussion, too. Obviously, a big night in college football last night. That's all coming up. Let's get into the news crews right now. So, you know how each year, I, I, honestly, I don't know who really watches Dick Clark's thing anymore. One, because Dick Clark just got so bad over the years. You had Ryan Seekers trying to help him through, and then Dick Clark obviously no longer doing that, no longer no longer with us. Yeah, right. It's hard, it's <laughs> like, hard yeah, to do yeah, it when yeah. you're not. But um, but it was hard to it was hard. Man, that was that was something watching that. But each year they'll check in with the Bidens. The president. I was say the president. They don't the always president. check in with the Bidens. No, no, no. But they, the last <laughs> few years here, they've they've checked in. It's more interesting when they check in with the Bidens, though, because you never know what you're gonna get. You had Jill wearing like a a, a fruitcake dress of some sort. Yeah, in this thumbnail I see, it looks like she has tattoos on her arms. It's but a it's, weird it's look. yeah, it's weird. So you have Secrets check in, and of course Biden looks super strong, super with it all together <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Here it was. I'm curious, what sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. I've been eating pasta, which I love. Yeah. eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all, all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> Gotta love the softball question. It's, yeah, su super hard-hitting journalism there. Uh, definitely a Pulitzer in the in the in the the, the not too distant future for Ryan Seacrest. But ju just pull up that image, even right there. there there's, there's a couple of things. I mean, I wish we had a telestrator here. But first and foremost, and I'm not trying to pick on women's clothes. I'm not like some um, clothing model or clothing fashion icon. I could give two craps. I wear board shorts, t-shirts, maybe a polo every once in a while. But what is that? That is that is so busy. 
And then so weird with the sleeves, right, ladies? I mean, that's... Again, if she had come out and said, hey, I have this friend, family of the friend that, gosh, a friend of the family that is a designer and I wear all her dresses so that she can get some, you know, get her stuff out there. It would make sense, but she's never made an announcement like that. And she always looks like a carpet or a couch or, uh, <laughs> yeah, or curtains or something. Yeah, it's just so bad. But then you look over at him. I mean, honestly, he looks horrible. He's talking about food, <laughs> Italian food and all, but he looks horrible. And I'm not, and that's not to say that like pre-Christmas he looked great and was the, the epitome of fitness and strength. I'm not saying that. Obviously, he's not been doing well since the, the campaign, and campaign is a very, very loose term, of course. But since the election, since he got into office, but, but that, that fa- I mean, the, I, I don't know how to pin it, right? But, but that's... That's not a strong-looking individual. Well, it looks like the two droops on his chin are getting further apart. You know, remember, like, on the plane, they were closer. His well, chin testicles? Yeah, his chin testicles. They're, they're, they're spreading. They're spreading. <laughs> I just don't. I, I, <laughs> I just want to know who told her that was a good-looking dress. I don't know. I want her mirror. Cle- clearly no one. Clearly you look no one, fabulous. <laughs> no one listens <laughs> Or they don't listen to anyone because it's it's just it's it's crazy. But I I always want to know too. Like there's so many people, particularly in us in a left leaning city like New York, everyone's down there in Manhattan. And 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 not even uh, forget where you are. Forget if you're actually in New York at what I think sounds like a miserable event where you can't urinate anywhere because you're stuck and there's no bathrooms. Oh, there's, they put up. Um Porta potties and stuff. Porta johns. Okay, but it's miserable. It's still oh, yeah, miserable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's tight, yeah. confined space. And sometimes it's like twelve degrees outside, right. and they're still there. Yeah. And anyways, you, but you've got that, and you've got people watching. So you got people watching this. A lot of a lot of conservatives don't watch this anymore, even though it was tradition. It's just like I don't like any of you people. I don't identify with you anymore. But a lot of their people do, and they look at that and they're like. That's our guy. That's our president. That Joe Biden. A lot of a lot of Italian food <laughs> and ice cream. Don't forget ice cream, honey. So bad. So the whole administration's bad, though. We know that KJP, their token press secretary, super bad. And we've got two clips here. The the first one, she's talking about how Biden always has always put equity in the center of his policies. Take a listen. So look, the president has always, always put uh, equity at the center of every policy he's put forward, every legislation that he's put forward, because we understand that many communities uh, have been left behind, have been left behind. We're not trying to do the trickle-down economics. Uh, We really, truly are. We know. (laughs) We know that equity has been at the center of all of his policies, all of this failed administration's policies, and that's a huge problem. You you can't you can't take the, I mean you can and they are and they're they're doing it and and they would argue it's been super successful and if you again you've got to be able to understand the differences and and definitions and what's success for one. And failure for another success for them is is playing the race card, playing all of these equity cards and and putting out policies and moreover, less policies and more statements 
that hit hit on these issues and lie and manipulate lie to and manipulate these minority communities across the country some of which are not even actually american because it helps them destroy the country and tear things down like they're doing super effectively right now if you if you remember and we talk about this all the time if you think of of what their goals are they're having great success if you're like me or you or anyone else out there who's just a red-blooded American who wants the country to do well and wants everyone to have a shot, then, then we're in trouble. If you want to follow the Constitution, we're in trouble. If you want the country to go back to its roots and have a, a connection to, to God, to faith, to the church, not necessarily the church as an institution because that's a whole other broken mess, then we're in trouble. But they do. I mean, a lot of the time she lies and says things wrong. In that case, it's right. It's center. Equity has always been at the center. And sometimes they say it's not. Oh, no, I'm a moderate. I'm a this. I'm a... No, you're a disaster. You're a progressive. And whether you actually are deep down or not doesn't matter, Joe. Whether you're just a tool of, of the, the radical and progressive left or whether you actually buy into these policies – I don't think anyone's ever going to know because he's such a politician. He's such a scum, scummy douchebag that, like, you just are not going to know exactly where he stands on things because all he really cares about is this, right? Power, money, influence. But, man, <sighs> chaos girl. There was an article today talking about how she, Jill, was usually looks so classy. I wonder what, what class. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Equity is always there. But this next statement from, from KJP, I thought, was pretty remarkable. She says, Biden has done more in three years in office, which, by the way, feels like 15, than any president who has served two terms. Take a listen. So, look, you know, I want to take a step back for just a moment as we look at 24 and we're in 24. But just a step back, you know, this president has done more in three years than any other president has done in two terms. And that is important here, audience. Again, it depends on what you define as 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 more or what's positive, what's negative. Yes, you have and not really you, Joe. It's Obama and whoever else is running things behind the scenes. You have collectively as an administration as the Biden regime done more in three years than any president in two terms. If you're talking about harm to this country, if you're talking about progress down a, a Marxist path towards, you know, making this country a communist nation. Yes. You have absolutely done more in three years than any president in two terms has done anything. But, but that's not what she's saying, right? That's what she means. That's what she feels deep down in her heart. But what she's trying to say, because they always, of course, lie and are going to say things to try and, and bring on new voters, is, is she's trying to say, folks, don't believe how bad things are. He's doing more than anyone's ever done for you. In fact, he's doing more than anyone's ever done for you in just three years' time, more than it, some people did in eight years. It's just a super lazy, matter-of-fact lie, but that's all it is. It's a lie. Again, they don't need—they live in this very convenient world where they don't need facts or substance behind the words that they say. 
So they can go out there and just, they do it all the time. The economy's great. Your bank account looks stellar, Doug. No, it doesn't. Doug's like, it sucks. But does it? Because you just told me that because I'm an idiot. Doug, you're an idiot. It oh, sucks. When they're the ones making the graphics, they can make it say whatever they want. Yeah. I love it when the, in the press conferences when they're like, you know, the numbers are down in the economy. And then Biden's like, no, I'll show you the numbers. Well, yeah, you were fed false numbers, Joe. So right. you, can't, you can't go off of that. Right. But if that's all he knows, the good thing is, is he's not actually lying because they're just feeding him the information. He thinks it's true. He really does. And yeah, in a lot of cases. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's I, I mean, if he's that hell bent in, in talking to a press, you know, some of the press like I'll get you. You see me afterwards. I'll get you the numbers like, OK, all right. All right, Joe. <laughs> he thinks it's true. That's that's the hard part. He well, he just like he thinks a lot of the stories and tall tales that he tells are true. Yeah. His football stories. Passing a bill on this or that, riding the Amtrak, whatever it might be. I mean, we've we've heard them all a gazillion times. Yeah, everyone's saying, done more to collapse our economy and wreck our country. Yes, he has, says Colty. <clears throat> By the way, Happy New Year to you, Colty, and everyone else who's here. By the way, also, make sure you hit that like button if you have not already. Share, keep engaging in the chat here uh, or wherever you are. So glad you're here. Fun to be back with you guys after... A couple week break over December, but let's touch on this real quick because I think, <laughs> excuse me, I think this is an important thing to hit on. Is obviously over, over the break, Maine decided, and we talked about. I talked about it in some stuff for Mammoth Nation, but not for the show because we were on break. Maine decided to take Trump off the ballot. Not too long after Colorado had done the same, of course, you had Michigan who, who went the opposite direction. But there's there's some nuance to this I want to talk about. But let's listen to Vivek on on his take on all of this, because he says Republicans are hoping that Trump is removed so they can prop up a candidate, which is which is not false. But let's listen to that to kind of lead into this discussion. Take take a look. Just found it on. So I stand by my pledge. Any state where Donald Trump is forcibly removed from the ballot in this way, I'll also remove myself and I challenge it. Chris Christie and Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis to do the same thing, or else they're also complicit. If every Republican removes themselves from the ballot in Maine, that automatically stops this election interference in our GOP primary. Now, the fact that they're not doing it reveals that there's something deeper going on. This isn't just the Democrats. There's a force within the Republican establishment that's propped up a chosen puppet, and they're actually rooting for this same outcome every bit as much as the Democrats are. And I think it's time we open our eyes to this insidious game that's being played. I'm deeply worried, but I'm worried that I'm right about this, that what we're seeing right now, this isn't the end of the road. This is just the beginning of what they're planning to pull in 2024. And you mark my words on that. This is the, a system that has decided by hell or high water at one cost or another, they will eliminate this man from contention in this election. You see that happening Colorado two days ago, Maine today. You wait for what's happening in 2024, and I'm worried for this country. Okay, so let's talk about this. <clears throat> because he's, first and foremost, just to get it out of the way, he's right on almost everything he's saying there. This is not me trying to pick on Vivek. I, I do talk sometimes about whether he's genuine on certain things or not. I don't know. Pure speculation. I like the guy. We, we play his sound bites a lot. 
I like a lot of the things he says. Whether he means them or not is, I, I don't know if we'll ever know. But he talks about it's, it feels like this is the beginning of, of something happening in, in 2024 and them taking him off. We've talked, we've long said, I, I've been talking about it for, for shit. I mean, certainly the last year, but years now, I don't think that they will let Trump win the election. That upsets some of you. You don't like it. I'm not here to make you happy. And I don't like it either, by the way. I'm just telling you what I think, is I don't think that they will let this go through. I would love to be wrong. Not just because it's Trump. I, fill in any name you want there. I'd love to be wrong. I'd love to see it go a different direction. But I think he's right. It is the beginning. They're testing stuff out. Some things are going to work. Some things aren't. They are 110% committed to removing him from the ballot or getting him out of the way, come hell or high water. It doesn't matter if it's through this mean, this method, this process, or that process. We, we can all, I think, agree that they're committed to trying to do it. Which one works in the end? Which one doesn't? <clears throat> we'll see. But what's interesting about this conversation, and I think it's, I, I, I find it at least a little fascinating that it's not being talked about more, is we're at this state, and I get why we are. And I've, I'm not saying that I don't do this. I fall prey to it and make the same damn mistakes too. But we're at this point in time where we just are, are so into the outrage culture, right? Both sides. So you've got the other side who's just outraged over the fact that someone would love this country or love, or, or love God or love the Constitution or love anything, and they just get mad about anything. On our side, <clears throat> we're mad that the left cares so little about faith, about our Constitution, about an overreaching government, about any of those things. And as a consequence, and, and because you've got forces that are pushing this division among us, right? They need each other at, they, they need all of us at each other's throats. They want chaos. So you've, you've, you've got that and they've been very successful with it. By the way, it's not just them. There's folks from overseas who are pushing that as well because you have that division and it helps sow a lot of the things that they need in place to bring about significant change and or weaken us as a country, all of which is happening. But when it comes to this particular story, what I noticed is, is you had the left and the right, both talking about Trump removed from ballot in another state, Trump removed in Maine. And then obviously there was lots of conversation about, I forget the name, uh, whatever her name was. I forget the, the, the chick who made the unilateral decision in Maine, which was hilarious because she literally was citing social media and YouTube clips and stuff like that as justification for her decision. It's like, what? what are you doing? What are we talking about here? This is fantasy land. And she talked about insurrection and the section three of the 14th amendment and all these things. But then you had the headlines. Sheena had Bellows. Bellows. I was close. Sheena I was, Bellows. Okay. I was, <clears throat> I was thinking something similar in my head, but I, it wasn't Bellows. So I would have gotten it wrong, but I would have been close. But you had all the, <clears throat> the headlines come out. And everyone, you know, of course, talking about it and getting spun up and pissed off and all these things. And you should be, to be very clear, skipping ahead to the end here, you should be pissed. And I'm, I'm even talking to you Democrats. You should be pissed 
at what they are trying to do, not just to a person that they don't like and that you probably don't like, but to our our government, to our system of rules, to our traditions, our values, to everything that that is who we are. Doesn't matter that it's Trump. It should it should matter what they're doing, not who they're doing it to. But you saw all the headlines, and everyone's talking about Trump removed. I can't believe the left is removing him from another one. Again, your heart's in the right place on that. But here, here's what no one's talking about is technically speaking, by the letter of the law, he's not been removed in Colorado or in Maine. And I just, I mean, I know some of you are. I know some people are talking about that. Hey, driver, good to see you. Happy New Year. But people are so quick to the outrage, and they know that that headline works better. And I understand it. I've worked in media for a long time. I understand why they do the headlines that they do and why they try and put out this message the way that they do. But the reality of the situation is, as it stands today, and she, she, she wrote, filed a, a document as soon as she made her public decree, Bellows, that this was happening— that it also didn't really do anything and that he's still, in fact, on the ballot right now. He's on the ballot in both of those states. Now, there's a chance where he won't be if the Supreme Court takes it up and agrees with either Colorado or and or Maine, then that's a different story. Then we need to get outraged and we need to get outraged fast. But as it stands right now, unless they agree, I mean, if they, if they don't agree to hear the case or they just don't, don't agree with their ruling in general— then he stays on. And as it stands today, he is on. So I don't... Again, I get the outrage. You should be pissed. The, the bigger issue is what they're talking about. But then you hear... You, you, I, I heard a lot of people <clears throat> on social media, friends, whatnot, over the break. Can you believe they took him off another one? And my response would be, I can't believe... Well, I can believe. But it's frustrating and disappointing that we're at this point where they're trying and they're so committed to making it happen, but it hasn't technically happened yet. I'm not saying let your guard down and don't think it's going to happen because I do think it's going to happen in certain places. And I do think it will have a mark. And I do think that they'll work in some other efforts to figure out anything and everything they can do to keep him off. But my point in all of it is before we collectively get pissed about a particular story be pissed about things in general yes try and find some good yes <clears throat> but before we get pissed about a, a specific headline let's make sure that it's right well, because there's nuance to it. it's like he's he got removed again well they said that he did and they want him to and that crazy ass lib got their day in the sun but as it stands right now that's not true yeah well, the thing is, is there's the slim population, a small percentage, but still a lot of people who've heard that headline now, and then they're going to put their head back in the sand because they're scared, and they're going to be saying to themselves, well, he's not on the ballot, and I live in that state. Why do I even have to go? I don't even have to go vote then because he's not there. Who am I going to vote for? Right. And, and so they are, they've, they've already been like, it's done, even though it's not. And it's sad that there's people out there that are going to believe that and and run with it. Like, it's over. Yeah. The Democrats won already. Yeah, or and or, oh, maybe I had my head in the sand, and, oh, gosh, I had heard Trump was bad, and he's bad enough that now they're removing him from ballots. Yeah. 
and you get you get more brainwashed just ignorant people yeah Ign ignorance the better term it's all yeah jill he was never convicted it's illegal as fuck yeah it is i mean it's <clears throat> but i my, i want our side to to play the game better i'm not talking about you guys here uh, you, you guys i put you in a different category i'm talking about who you see on x twitter whatever the different social media platforms who just instantly we're about to go to war he just got removed it's like no if you're in that state you can still vote for him as it stands today <laughs> might not stay that way because they are super committed to ruining this man's life and ruining our country and couldn't they still technically write him in too they can, but that you know that's not going to help. Like, but it's still like vote though. It's a it's yeah. a vote. It's a vote. But like getting that because the problem is is you need the people the people who are going to would write him in. Well, they'll figure they're going to vote for Trump no matter what. Yeah. His 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 base is so freaking loyal. But you need the other ones, and if they're like, oh, I don't I don't see him here. Do you, Janice? I don't see him. And then Herb and Janice just vote for whoever has the R next to their name. <laughs> Herb and, and Janice. And they go and get a freaking pastry. Like, are they giving them away now? or No, I don't think oh, they are. Like, like, be... Thank you for voting. <laughs> Grab your Danish on the yeah, way out. <laughs> Danish. Gosh, a cheese Danish sounds delicious. Yeah. But, and Barb's is too late, true. But you, you, you know what I'm saying. I, I just think you should be outraged and pissed about where we are as a country. I'm not saying don't be. I'm just saying when 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 we're super divided and pissed as it is let's be pissed about the things that are are true be, and and just it's, it comes down to phrasing right I, I could come up with some inappropriate examples of phrasing here and how they could go wrong but but let's just let's just let's just talk about the fact that you should be pissed that they're going after him you should be pissed that they've got a pretty decent chance of succeeding but we should also understand that all the people on our side who are like, it's about to be war, which it could be. I hope it never is, but it could be. You're saying that based on a headline that's not true. You're saying, you're, you know, it just we're everyone's spinning each other up for the sake of spinning each other up when the whole thing is is complete. Gar there's lit there's nothing substantive behind the charges that they're putting forward towards him. And there's certainly nothing that ties into Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. As I always say, <clears throat> if, if the left had anything of substance, anything of meaning that they could pin to Donald J. Trump, the most loathed and hated person in perhaps the history of Washington, D.C., it would have been done. It would have been done. They hate him that much. They have that little on him because they can't pin shit on him. And, and then they're talking about this and she's talking. I mean, both you read the documents for the Colorado deal, which was, I think, of what, a four to three vote. And then you just this unilateral chick who had no legal authority to even do what she was suggesting. Even though it's technically not going through right now. And it's all just emotional hubbub. Oh, it's insurrection and this, that, and the other. Nope, none of that's been proven. Also, none of that's true. You just are a vile, angry, hateful, liberal, in some cases, establishment Republican, who hates this person 
And a lot of you who hate this person only hate this person because you've been told to hate this person. Hashtag do better. Dang, it's just so freaking annoying. Yeah, chaos talking too. Both are suspended pending appeals. Be pissed. Be angry about what's happening for sure. But but help help coach some people along because we've got some emotional nitwits on our side too. We're like, can you believe this happened? Who told you that? The New York Times or Johnny Republican on Twitter? Just because they say it doesn't mean it's true. Be pissed, but be a smarter pissed person. <laughs> I guess we're just uh, encouraging wiser anger. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing anymore. It's a crazy-ass country we live in. Are we talking about some infused chocolate and puff, puff, pat? We got some interesting conversation going on over there. Oh. Include us. All right, let's get to the question of the day because it kind of ties in with this. And we're not taking a break today. We're just going to speed, not speed through and rush through, but we're going to do this and then get you a few other no, stories. No, puff, puff, passed on a pastry. No, I know, but I, I think they were talking about, they're starting to talk about weed. I don't know. I didn't see. Yeah. There's a lot of shit. Okay. So the question of the day. If the this. show turns into like the That 70 Show spinning camera. <laughs> uh, we do have new colors going on here. Yeah. Um, the question is this. Do you think that we have an election this year? There's been lots of conversation about it. We've had our debates and discussions on the show. There's even been some questions that probably kind of touch on this. But the question is, is do you think that we, the United States of America, will have an election this year? Most of you are like, well, yeah, it's 2024. We're supposed to have an election. That's not the point. The point is, is do you think the left, the establishment, will allow it? There's been lots of hubbub. I have a pretty strong view on it. But let, let me know what your responses are. Share them with us. We'll talk about it here as you get your response because, again, we're 90 seconds in the future. It's been 2024 here sooner than it was everywhere else. Just when we're live. Just when we're yeah. live. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Disco, do you have a thought on this, though? You know, I think I, – and I feel like Tom is rubbing off on me a little bit where it's like, this year, yes, it's going to happen. 2030, probably not. If it continues on this course – Well, 2030, definitely not because it would be 2028. Yeah, whatever, 2028. Like, you know, I'm, I'm saying like – a few more elections, you know, down the road. If it continues on this, definitely not. This year, there has to be. There has to be one. Okay. I, if, if you're playing this right, if you're going to play dirty and you're going to play this right to where you can be like, how can we make this work? You have to allow this to happen one more time at least. So that it seems like when it does, oh, no more elections. We can't do this. There's got to be a viable threat to make that happen. There's got to be something that's happening right now. We've tried to start World War III many times on so many actively trying. So many and nothing's taking bait. Yet. Yet. Yes. So therefore they can't use that card, I don't think. And there's probably a thousand yeah, there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. There's probably another way they could figure out to make it work. But I think there is this year. Is it rigged? Oh, probably one hundred and ten percent. They've been trying for a long time. I was kind of going over the history of it all, just like from what I remember in elections growing up and Al Gore being like, I want to recount, you know, and just like two, three times that night, I want to recount. And it's like, okay, 
knowing what we know now, why was he so adamant about a recount? Did he know about some ballots that were supposed to show up that never made it? And now, fast forward to today, it's like, everyone out, oh, they can't, we have a leak in the pipes, everyone's got to leave, so, man, and then the next morning, it's like, boom, look at all these ballots that got counted while there was a, le- a, a burst pipe. Yeah. It's incredible. They figured out how to play the game. Oh, 100%. Well, and it's and sloppily so, too. Yeah, and even even when Hillary lost, the look on her face was like, I was promised a victory. Yeah. How did I lose? This was, I, this was supposed to be rigged. Like, that, that's the—when you go back and look at the tape, you see her face. She's like, this—I was supposed to win. Right. And she didn't. And you didn't. So— and, I mean, I mean— Honestly, what a great day. I drank an entire bottle of bourbon. That wasn't great. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was-ish. But what a great day. And man, that changed everything. Everything. There, there's, I, you, you, I mean, you could make some, some arguments for sure, and there'd be, there'd be some good ones. But if you don't include Hillary getting defeated by Trump in 2016 and permanent Washington getting caught with their pants down, which happens apparently all the time there. And, and, and <laughs> did you hear about the the there was like some dude like having like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah, OK. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's, that's what I'm referencing. <laughs> Just trying not to paint the full picture. Oh, great story. Uh <laughs> They were caught off guard so much. They didn't think it could happen, that it would happen. And it did. And we've experienced now almost eight years, I guess seven years, of revenge for that. And I will never let that happen again, mantras type of a deal. But to the question, uh, you've given your answer. Debbie says, no, the establishment will declare some emergency. Barb says, maybe. Jill, just... Just saying, good question. It is. It's a tough one. Yes, there'll be an election and there'll be violence after, regardless of the outcome, says Marco, I believe. Yeah. Good to see you, by the way, Magellan. Um, There'll be another pandemic or grid blackout, says Debbie. Wow, we're getting dark here. We're getting dark. Jill agrees with Marco. As much of an election as 2020, people will vote, but how much counts with the left rigging? remains to be seen uh i agree data five rn data five by the way thank you if you're an actual rn uh for for what you do so i i i could see some of the scenarios that you guys are throwing out there i could see happening i can see i mean i can see happening very easily in fact state of emergency war Pandemic. I think pandemic would be harder just because I think there's they know that people will push back more. There's still way too many people who will get vaccinated. There's too many people who will mask up and stay inside and live a life of fear. But if they were to do something like that or some sort of a, 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 a power outage, you know, grid failure, something along those lines, obviously that's that's a play that they could do and that that could happen and i i could see it happening i think it won't though i kind of (laughs) on the line of what disco is saying i think that this year goes ahead and they give this once again i don't know how people are still going for this but this perceived feeling of freedom in this country because you have way less freedom than you think you do this perceived notion that your vote counts as much as it should and they'll continue to 
do what they need to do to ensure victory. And they're going to play harder than they did before because the stakes are high. You've got I, – I, I tweeted about today. I think polls are dumb. I think it's funny how we all know they're dumb and make fun of them. And then people are like, did you see the newest poll? We're like, we're way up in this one. It's like, but you just – five minutes ago, we're talking about how dumb they are. Rightly so. They're dumb. I've done it before, too. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even just shaming others. I'm shaming all of us. Trump's up over Hispanics and blacks. He was in 2022. 2020 also. Just so we're not yeah. confusing people. But the polls don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. The will of the people and the polls and all that stuff, they don't matter. So we can't cite them anymore. But I think that they let people believe whether it's Biden or Newsom or whoever else, they let people believe that maybe work some other nuance into it. That's not straight out, you know, attack on the grid or, or something crazy along those lines, because if they go to that, the reason I say that is because I think they can get away with not going to those lengths. Yes. They could have a crazy war, get us involved in some more crazy shit and say, we just can't do it. It's wartime, blah, 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 blah. By the way, we can and have voted during wartime, but you could see them making that argument or you could see the the blackout but if you're them you don't need to go to those extremes to pull it off you just don't all you got to do is be like well we've decided you're not going to win and your vote doesn't matter here's our guy or our gal well it was the same the same fear was when Obama was in office, towards the end, they're like, oh, he's going to declare martial law and he's not going to leave office. Same thing happened. And those were people on the right. Then the people on the left were, oh, no, Trump is going to declare martial law and, and he's going to stay in office and it's not going to happen. And it didn't happen. It's the same rhetoric every over and over again. Yeah. And I was laughing earlier about when you said the blackouts. I was just imagining in my head all the people on the left who have electric cars who are buying into that. And it's yeah. like, oh, we got a blackout. <laughs> like, they can't go anywhere anymore. <laughs> like, eh, whoops. But Don't you wish you had that big old diesel rig now? They probably still don't. Because they'd be like, well, at least we're doing the right thing for the planet. Yeah, by not leaving. You know what? You're doing a great, even for society. You're not out, out in the world, just at home. Thank you. Uh, so I think it happens. Yeah. I, I think they don't let Trump win because they can't. Again, I know that angers some people. That's just what I think. I don't, well, think, I don't well, think it goes that way. And it's hard, too. You have, um, I can't remember his name now, Texas. Um, like Congress. Senator Cruz? Yeah, yeah. Ted Cruz. He, he comes out and he's like, hey, you know, um, we need to have a fair election. Everyone pushes back on him and stuff. And he's like, well, hey, if, 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 you, if you think you're going to win, you got nothing to hide, then just have a fair election. But then they won't. They don't want to go through all that. The They kind of run them around and everything. And it's true. The reason why that they don't want to go down that avenue is because they're actually afraid that they're going to lose. And if they can hold all the cards and hang on to everything as for as long as they can, they're going to keep winning elections. Right. And they're going to keep holding power. Yeah. But if we could somehow do this fairly, hey, we, we talked about it before when, you know, we have all these electronic these electronic machines reading the ballots, and it takes them weeks to count every single ballot when before when it was all counted manually they'd have it done in like 72 hours or less but yeah yeah so wh why you trust in the computer that like what wh why, why do you need three weeks to count it with a computer when the humans did it in 72 hours like come on right stop it but no they, they want to hold the, they want to hold all the cards 
Nope, I agree. They do. They do. Andy, the circles I run and say there's a greater than 70% chance for civil unrest and Biden showering with his daughter again. Definitely the latter part. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's pretty high on the other. Whoever said that earlier, that whoever wins, regardless of who wins, there'll be chaos. I, I do think we're approaching a, a high probability there as well. I agree. But I, I think it happens. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a crazy year. I tell you. We'll have some new part. We have some new partners coming online. We're not sharing them all this week, but have some new partners coming online to help you guys get you some discounts on on getting ahead. Please be prepared. It was Magellan, by the way. Okay, please be prepared and and just be smart. There's there's a lot of things that could happen. Hopefully, none of them do happen. But but have stuff on hand and and be prepared for you, your loved ones. It's just super important. It really is. Uh, by the way, one of the shirts that we have on the store is just ammo is currency uh since i say that a lot and it's yeah it's true and it's a good looking shirt good looking shirt okay there's also this one too yeah you got the just the vintage i think it's called vintage america 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 damn straight worth fighting for worth fighting for not suggesting violence fbi uh so one of the scenarios, no, we got rid of the bug over the Christmas break, so we're fine. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was <laughs> interesting. I wonder why there was a beeping beacon with a parabolic mic in the ceiling. <laughs> the mic wasn't there before, but the box was there before. <laughs> just, just saying. Maybe less obvious about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We don't know what it was, but it was interesting to have that <laughs> tucked away above one of our ceiling tiles in the studio. Um, so one of the concerns with elections, concerns in general, moreover, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the elections matter. What's, what's on the line this year matters a whole shit ton. But if we get involved in World War III before then, it really doesn't, it doesn't matter all at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Well, you had Ukraine, i.e. the United States sink another russian ship last week overseas no one's still no one's talking as much about we get mad and talk about the money and everything that's going over to zelensky and the corrupt government and that that is ukraine but people are talking less and less about the war that's going on there and us getting more and more dragged into it you had this happen another russian ship we've had other battleships sunk by by the ukrainians slash americans and and this happened over the weekend. You can see the scene here. Oh, So I don't know how to say the name, the Novocherkask or something like that. <laughs> Good try. Good try. But, but it was sunk. And they're saying it was completely destroyed. 360 foot long ship. Transport. It was a ship that was used to transport tanks and, and troops, all sorts of stuff to the war front uh, for, for the efforts going on over there. And, and the expectation is, is that... Well, you could look at it two ways. One, come on, Putin, let's do this. D- 
do something that draws us into to a bigger war because there's money in war, there's power in war, there's control in war, and there's so many other reasons. But it's it, it it's just an it's another like just tea. It's like what are you guys doing? Like, do you just expect Russia to sit back and do nothing as these types of efforts and operations happen? Over there, and the answer for some of them in D.C. is yes, we do. Sit back and take it like a good little bitch. But those ones are concerning because they're not paying attention to the full picture, and they're they're a little too little too into us. As great as we are as a country, we're we're broken systematically right now. But the the ones who are like. We're doing this because we hope they respond. Those are the ones that scare me. And the people who are not paying attention to this conflict anymore scare me because you've got the potential for this thing to pop off at any time. And by the way, they're, they're, they're involved in what's happening in Israel, uh, between Israel and Hamas and throughout the Middle East as well, as is China. So there's, we've just got all these tinderboxes going. And we're in this situation where any one of them could pop off at any time. They really kind of are already. And and it leaves us back here kind of like, well, I hope that hope that none of this goes wrong. Looks like it's going to. And that's an awful position to be in. And it's an awful position for our country and for the world to be in because none of this would be good for anyone. Anyone. So I bring it up just to show you a big-ass 360-foot ship was destroyed, blown up, attacked last week. And everyone's just like, well, that's just, you know, yeah, there's, there's stuff going on over there. That stuff going on over there could affect here real quick. Yeah. Real friggin' quick. Nothing to see over here. No. By the way, speaking of Russia, there, there's a, a report. There's 11th grade, you can put up this tweet. 11th grade Russian textbooks. You said put up the tweet? Yeah, you can oh. pop it up are teaching students there in, 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 in their country that Trump lost the 2020 election in what they're calling a rigged election. The book reads Trump's loss was the result of, quote, obvious electoral fraud by the Democratic Party. I love it. Here's what I love. About, look, there's things I, I, I'm not on. I'm not team Putin. I'm not team Russia. You know, I'm all about this country. I like this country way more than any candidate or party. I don't care what their name is, what color their flag is or emblem or what letter their, whether it's an R or a D, I just don't care. I care about America first and foremost. I always will. But people always think when you say stuff like, oh, Russia's getting this part right or that part right, that you're a, a sympathist. You're, you're, you're a sympathizer to Putin. No, I'm not. I don't know what sympathist is. I'm just making up words. But I'm not. I just like people who have balls to say and think the way they want to do what they want to teach our kids the right things. And here's the, the, the inconvenient thing about them teaching that is that in the eyes of most, not just here at home, but abroad, that is the truth. And the scariest thing for the left is the truth. So they get upset about that and they get upset that a country like Russia that has very traditional values has taken the stance that they have on some of the, the LGBTQ stuff that's out there or this issue or that issue. I just applaud it, man. Look, here's the deal. 
let us let everyone know who you are the same thing goes for the bad guys you're a dictatorial douchebag let us know who you are in your policies put it all out there you're someone you're a you're a mid-east country or you're a, a jihadist group who's all about sharia law cool let us know who you are you're russia and you want traditional values for your country your spiritual views an actual account of history even the uncomfortable parts <clears throat> i like it well i mean even the time when putin came out and said over in america they you know are allowing you know gay marriage to happen and men can be women and all that stuff and, and he says they're going against what the bible says like he was just quoting scripture you know, going off of that and it was kind of like okay yeah he's right we don't support russia what they do as a whole but what he's saying is truth this there yeah 100 percent. well yeah i mean <laughs> we could beat this horse forever history matters make it count it totally does i've met some people from over in germany and they say that they teach their kids about the holocaust and how bad it was and that how one man coming to rise the power to to have an ultimate race was a bad thing they don't like say oh some something like they teach their kids this was wrong right which should not happen again yeah and and it's because i always thought i wonder what i wonder what they do are they trying to stand on the right side of history on this one or what's going on and i've asked people like oh no like we know what hitler did was wrong and how the people who side with them were wrong and that's what we're taught like okay good okay no i mean talk about you got it's like anything if you if you just ignore the uncomfortable parts the bad parts it's Oh, man, it, it kills me. <laughs> Drew amazes me with his mastery of the English language, <laughs> making up words. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. It, it, is a, it, is, it is a word. Sympathists. All right. See, <laughs> even I can get it right every once in a while, even when I have no idea what I'm saying on that. There was actually one word uh, uh, on one of our last shows. You were like, I don't know. That's a word. I looked it up, and you actually nailed it perfectly. But we had moved on from it and i couldn't like say hey by the way you nailed it i wish i could remember which word it is but you were like i don't even know if that's a word and i looked at you like nailed it to the t yeah so well again i mean every a clock is right twice a day right it is, <laughs> so, it is. <laughs> so just speaking of the war real quick a broken clock is right twice. you know you, you yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah we yeah. all we were yeah, all yeah, okay right. you all know that two things get Lindsey Graham real excited. Ooh. Right? War. And just flipping through Tinder. Like oh, I was going to say little boys, but all right. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I've not been on there. You so mean Grinder, not Tinder. Grinder. Either one. Okay. Yeah, Grinder. Yeah, Grinder. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I do mean Grinder. <laughs> but he was on. I mean, listen to what he says. As, as I'm talking about, not enough people are listening, apparently. As I'm talking about de-escalating things, let's not get into some more shit, certainly shit that could lead to bigger world conflict, carnage, sending our sons and daughters to fight and die. You've got this jack wagon who has been very loud and outspoken about war, both in Ukraine and now the Middle East, particularly going against Iran, who says, let's blow Iran off the map. Take a listen. I've been saying for six months now, hit Iran. They have oil fields out in the open. They have the um, Revolutionary Guard headquarters you can see from space. Blow it off the map. No. 
No. <laughs> we are not. Let's just send missiles everywhere. <laughs> let, let, look, if, 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 we're, if we're in a war with Iran, an actual war, a hot war, yes, you're going to strike the IRGC Quds Force Command Center and all of their satellite operation base, you know, all, everything they've got. Because <clears throat> they're the biggest threat. They're, they're the, 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 you know, the driving force behind so many things that happen there. But no, you don't just go in and strike <laughs> the IRGC's compounds and their oil refineries and all of this stuff because we're not in a war with them, Lindsay. And you know what? As much as I hate them and they're an awful country, their leadership and their government, not their, their people, and as, as much as they are, the, the, the world's largest state sponsor of terror. I also don't want to get into a massive war, which, again, sounds crazy because I used to love that shit. I just, I don't want to do that anymore, and I don't want our people to have to go and do that and experience that when there's no reason. If they attack us, and they've been, at I know they've been attacking us with, you know, via the Houthis and via this or this militia group that's been happening forever and a day anyways i like the name hooties or hooties it's yeah, just it's a fun, fun one to yeah. say yeah i mean you almost want to be a part of it <laughs> no we don't. no we don't we don't <laughs> drew burgers is not going to but <laughs> now we're definitely but i don't you don't you don't want that right a different story <laughs> if, if they if they come and straight up it's all relative this this action results in this consequence that action results in this. This, this we're going to handle differently, maybe quietly. I'm not saying do nothing, by the way. I'm just saying his approach of going as a, as a so-called leader, so-called representative, I'd love to know who actually feels represented by Lindsey Graham, and saying, <clears throat> let's blow them off let's the blow map. Them off the map. No, let's, let's shut up and maybe not let you go on, on the news anymore. This is, this is a bad idea. Oh. Lindsay, we got something for you. I want you to go on. We want you to be aggressive. I got it. I know what I need to say. Yeah. Freaking Lindsey Graham. Okay, I want to skip over this next one. We're going to come back. It, well, I'll just say something about it real quick. I don't have any other assets. No, that's fine. We didn't, yeah, and you, you can put that up. You don't have to. But we talk about robots all the time, right? And, and don't, don't. Don't go too far down the road, if at all, on AI slash robots. Or combining robots with AI. Or, yeah, or combining them. Don't try and recreate dinosaurs. We've seen that film. Don't try and make apes and gorillas talk, talk and, and have human, you know, I, I mean, they have some of those. I know there's some shared stuff there, but. You get my point. Don't 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 screw around. No with Skynet. No Jurassic Park. Yes. No Plants of the Apes. Yes. Avoid those three. I think we're pretty good at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good start. But we've seen the concerns of AI. We've seen the concerns of the animals. We've seen some concerns, and you know where all this is going, and it's going to stuff like this. You have a Tesla robot <laughs> that attacked an engineer at one of their factories during what they're calling a violent malfunction, leaving a trail of blood and forcing coworkers to hit emergency shutdown button. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm, is any, is anyone surprised by this? No, I'm troubled and sad for the individual who was, who was hurt in the event and hopefully they're doing better. 
But I, I, I've seen iRobot with Will Smith. It's actually a really good movie. It's more of the underrated ones when it comes to it. It is a pretty good yeah. movie, actually. Shia LaBeouf's in it. Is he? Yeah, he's like, go home. Like he keeps like he's like a little he's like a younger kid and he keeps swearing. Oh, yeah. He's like, watch your mouth and go home. Like that's yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah. Right. Bridget Moynihan. Yeah. Yeah. But I've seen it. Of course, this shit's gonna happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we get ahead of it and and stop this. I don't know. Well, I, the problem is, is we're always. Was it like we're too smart for our own good or whatever? Whatever, however you say it, like we were. Oh, we're just trying to help our, help help ourselves out. You know, we just need someone to. We you know the, the Roomba. We need someone to vacuum the floors for us because I don't want to do it. I want to spend more time with my family. I get it. That's uh, understandable. I get it. But that's where it starts. Hey, Steve Jobs understood that before they had the iPhone, they had the iPad. They designed the iPad, and he said, "Whoa, the world's not ready for that. Let's shrink it down, turn it to a cell phone, and then years later we'll come up with the iPad." They're not ready for it. We're training them this way. So that's all it is. Yeah. It's getting trained. It's little robot goes out, vacuums. Then they're gonna have Rosie from uh, Meet the, the the Jetsons. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Were you about to combine the Flintstones and the Jetsons? Yeah, I was about to yeah, meet the yeah meet the, the Jetsons. Jetsons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I stopped. I stopped. <laughs> I stopped. Um, okay, I wanna I wanna just talk about for a second. We don't have to do the sports bump or anything. I mean, we can. But last night, I'm tired. If you guys watched it, that's fine. If you guys watched it, uh, watch both games, you're tired too. But there were some outstanding college football. The bowl bowl games, which are stupid now anyways, if your team was in it, I'm not saying your team's stupid, just the bowl games with the college football playoff are are pretty useless at this point, uh, unless unless you're the people making money behind it, which I don't even know how they're frankly making that much because no one goes to them or pays as much attention to them anymore. But I digress. You had the two semifinal games last night. Obviously, as a Michigan guy, very excited about that going overtime. Didn't think we had a chance. Alabama was hot. Gosh, some serious miscues throughout the game that just was like, you can't do that against Alabama and come out okay. And yet somehow we're able to pull it off. Took overtime, took overtime and a whole lot of stress and maybe maybe a, a smidgen of alcohol. But crazy game. Jumping in the pool. Jumped in the pool afterwards, which was also a stupid decision because uh, it was 46 degrees. But that game was awesome. It was just moreover. Yes, I'm a Michigan guy. Some of you might be an Alabama person. It was an outstanding game. It's what you want in a, in a college football playoff game or any playoff game for that matter. But a game that's super tight, goes down to the wire, has to go to overtime, and comes down to a singular play where either Alabama converts or they don't. And and they didn't. And Michigan's going on to play in the national championship against Washington because then Washington and Texas played in the Sugar Bowl. And, man, that was a great game, too. Started to get a little bit out of hand towards the end because it was late. Uh, I'm saying this if it's late and maybe you didn't see this, but it started to get a little bit out of hand. And Wash, uh, excuse me, Texas gets field goal, draws a little bit closer they're within six, and then Washington's just going to run the damn clock out, and their running back gets hurt, so this, the clock stops. So rather than getting the ball back with, like, five, 10 seconds or less, Texas gets it back with, like, 40-something seconds. And they drive the field, get all the way down inside the red zone, and are super freaking close 
to getting it in, comes down to last play. Quinn Ewers throws it, goes a little bit, a little bit wide. I mean, he put it in a spot where only his receiver could get it, and it just it just didn't work out. Uh, Washington ended up winning the game 37-31, and they're going on. And, man, Penix, he played awesome. I'll give him that. But uh, it, it, they were both great games. They were both great games. Was up way too late, but they were awesome. Next Monday is going to be awesome. Yes, Magellan and and Masshold, man, it was uh, just great games. And I'm glad that you're glad Michigan won. So uh, I'll take I'll take the support. And it was pretty crazy too because there's been lots of controversy around Michigan this year. NCAA hates Harbaugh. There's been some some things that are being alleged out there. What's true? What's not? You know, it, it is what it is. But first and foremost, everyone finds their ways to manipulate the system out there. I, I promise you that. And then also Ohio State, who's obviously our bitter arch rival, one of them, <clears throat> but the biggest one is now under investigation for breaking their own rules and stealing people's film, uh, which is pretty remarkable. I thought they were given films, though. No. You, well, you Like only if you send them out, that's the only way that – no, they were they were hacking into a program called Catapult, <laughs> and allegedly, and getting access to other, including like it's just funny because they were like, "See, Michigan's cheating." Like, oh, really? You hired a private investigator to drum up this thing, whether it's real or not, is TBD. And then you also have been caught. did did Harbaugh? All of it's dumb. I, don't, I hope no one gets in trouble for any of it because even though there should be rules. And rules, if there's rules, then they yeah. should be followed. All the big programs do whatever they, they can to win. Same in the NFL. Yeah. Just bend it until they get caught. Yep. I, I just forgot because I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm just out on college sports. Did Harbaugh, was he there? Is he back yeah, coaching? Back. Yeah, he's okay. Back. All right. Yeah. He's back. He was back at the Big Ten Championship and then was, was there last night and, and helped him to the, the Rose Bowl victory. Uh, that's right. F- We're going to say victory. The victory. Yeah, the Magellan, that's 63-3 to Georgia-Florida State game. But that's the problem, right? Like, the games with, – with all of this stuff that's happening in terms of NIL, the collectives that are out there, the transfer portal and, portal and all of that, we're getting some more parity. But there's got to be some things that, that – clamp down on, on aspects of it. You know, there's got to be some rules that come into play here because it is crazy because basically free agency starts during the season now, which is hard for anyone to manage to keep your program together. And then you have, I mean, Florida State had 27, 30, whatever it was, some crazy number of opt-outs who either were opting out because of the draft or because of the transfer portal or whatever the reason. So you're playing, I mean, Georgia's literally, I mean, Georgia would have probably won that game no matter what. But they weren't playing their number but you ones. Weren't, you weren't playing the same Florida State team. And I'm not saying that to ding on you whatsoever. I like Georgia. My friends are good Georgia fans. They're, they're one of the few SEC teams that I root for. But <clears throat> that's what, fill in the blank with any two teams. It's just that that part's crazy because it's like that. Even if even if it, if Jordan Travis was the only one out, that that's that 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 is what it is. Injuries happen. But man, it's the system's crazy. We'll talk more about it as the year goes on. Because uh, there's a whole off season that we're about to face here, but um, but it is wild. It's wild to see that there was another school who had 31 sit out. Like this is insane. This is insane. Well, and, and I hate the NCAA, and I, I like 
the 12-team playoff, and I like the trajectory of where certain things are going. We just have to make some adjustments here before it gets out of control. Yeah. I, I knew I knew that FSU had, had a lot of people weren't playing, but there were some people like, see, they didn't deserve to take Alabama's spot. You know, they didn't. I'm like, no, like I don't even follow college sports, and I know that their team wasn't there. Like there was a lot of people who just opted out because they're like you were saying, they're moving on to the next next phase of their career. Yeah. And it just, you know, it, it's no, that's you can't you, you can't connect the two. They're just it's no. not possible. Alabama was the right pick. Alabama was probably the hottest team, I think, coming into the playoff. But and that's putting down my team. But 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 you can't say, see, they were right because of that. Yeah, it was, it was they were right, I think, as much as it pisses people off and it goes against certain people's feelings. But they were they were right in terms of picking the best four who deserved it. Not necessarily, but the best four, they picked the best four, as indicated by last night. Those games were freaking amazing. But you can't connect it to Florida State yeah. got their asses kicked. That, that just. It's like the Pro Bowl. <laughs> like, so dumb. It doesn't matter who wins it. They're not really playing. No. no they barely not. even tackle. Yeah. No, they, they. Well, now it's a flag game. Yeah. It's, it's even more dumb. It's like, okay, someone can still tear their ACL yeah. playing flag football easily, by the way. And and now it, de- it didn't matter before. <laughs> it definitely doesn't matter. Like let's uh, have them play Madden or something where it's well, non-contact. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> they're, they're just playing Xbox. Well, no, I, I was uh, the last one I I played. Khalil Mack was there, and I actually was on the field. Got to talk with him, and he said I would have rather played this with my helmet off, and just and, and we wouldn't have tackled. We just would have we gotten to have more conversation. The fans would have gotten to see us. It would have been great. You know, we wouldn't have we wouldn't be like going full. Bore, but he's like, I would have rather have done that than he goes because he goes, I didn't get to really sack anyone. I didn't get to do my job. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, yeah. Well, and you don't want to be. A, I mean, in that game, because it doesn't matter. You don't yeah. want to be a dick and hurt someone else either. Yeah. Like, cool. I just sacked Tua, and <laughs> he and and now he's out next year because of blankety blank injury. Like, you don't you don't want to be responsible for that anytime. But certainly in a game like that, that doesn't matter. Uh, and I only hope the NFL team look at those who opted out as the quitters they are. Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, that's going to help. Next year's going to help. Having more playoff teams helps because if you sit out of which you wouldn't in theory, but you start sitting out of games that actually matter, and there's not a GM or a scout out there who's not going to be like you're you're not a team player, and you just told us everything we need to know about you. I, I hope so too. That's my concern with it is you're able to just transfer when you want you know where you want when you want and and or sit out because of you're you're moving on to the next level it just says a lot about it and 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 the athleticism the 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 game itself the the branding all of that right now is like on point it's really good the college game is really good right now but are we are we teaching and i'm not saying that a lot of programs aren't but are we teaching character commitment discipline all of those things um and and that's where it starts to you know if you can transfer to four schools i'm at my fourth school you're missing a big lesson in there somewhere there's a there's a big one that's being missed yeah i'm pretty sure it is magellan i'm almost certain i'll look it up that it's that it's flag we'll get that answer we're gonna head out for the night i gotta used used to talking again for extended period of time. I know it's what I do for a living, but I got to I got to get used to doing it again after just sitting there quietly at the house. I just meditated for 2 weeks straight. I didn't talk to anyone, not even my family. 
great time off. <laughs> no, we All right, so as a result of feedback from players, teams, and fans, the NFL reimagined the Pro Bowl as the Pro Bowl games last year, introducing an entirely new format that featured an exciting mix of live and tape skills competition and spotlighted flag football as a critical part of the sport's future. That's all it says there. I don't know. Let's see. Don't like it. I've it's, seen. I've it's seen in Orlando. Budget. It's in Orlando again. Yeah. This year. Yeah, they're just saying. Flag football is a critical part of the sport's future. No, it's not. I mean, flag football is coming to Paris in the Olympics. No, I know, but it's it's not critical to the future. Is it a part of the future? Yes, because you're forcing it. But is it critical? No. Do people like it? Want to sit around and watch it? No. I'd rather go see like the skill stuff that they do than the, the game. Stuff, I remember the quarter, you know, at the quarterback challenge. Yeah. Growing up, you know, all those things. Yeah, th- those those were great. But that's what it should be. It should be those those competitions, a party. Yeah. There doesn't need to be a game. Like, yeah. No, I, I, that's the same thing with like the NHL. Uh, you know, why it's not the Pro Bowl. What is it called there? It's, uh, it's the All-Star game. Yeah, the All-Star game. Like the All-Star week leading up to it, all the skills stuff that they do. And it's awesome to watch. It never airs. You got to find it on some like ESPN 8, the Ocho, to be, able to, to be able to watch it. But it's great because it's like all the great shooters are there shooting. All the fastest skaters are racing. Like all these different things are, you know, they're all there. It's not like in the Pro Bowl, it's like, yeah, I guess I'll go and I'll I'll give half of an attempt. Like they're there, actually, like given a, a a crap to be there. You know, same thing. I feel like the lackluster of uh, the dunk competition in the NBA one. It's the same thing. It, it's it's not what it used to be. They're just, I haven't seen anything NBA since like since the Saint Floyd stuff. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. Definitely before the pandemic, I wasn't watching, but. You know, but growing up watching Jordan and stuff, like I watched all oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, was, like it was, that was yeah. fantastic. No, it absolutely was. All right, folks, we're back. We're glad to be back with you. Tom should be back tomorrow. I think he's remote tomorrow, but I think, but he should be on the show tomorrow. Uh, we're going to ease, ease our way into 2024. It's going to be a big year, man. It's just going to be a big year, but we're going to try and have some fun all along the way please remember to hit that like button on the way out if you have not already uh if 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 you haven't shared it if you haven't subscribed do all the things that you're you're supposed to do make sure you're following the page here on rubble or subscribed hit that like button do all those things and we will look forward to seeing you tomorrow over at the bar booze and banter uh that's on locals drewberkwist.locals.com you can use promo code drew30 to get yourself a free month and then after that, it's just five bucks a month. But you get access to four shows a week there, four hangout times. We should really call it there because it's less of a formal show. And then you get access, you get your free challenge coin. You get all sorts of stuff. So go do that. DrewBerkwist.Locals.com. Promo code Drew30. Hit that like button. We'll see you tomorrow back here at 6 p.m. Eastern. Be safe. Be smart. Be free.